0: Wes, how's it going, man? Great, brother. It is another Wednesday and uh, time for another break from uh, from my hectic, hectic schedule. I love it.
1: It's not just another Wednesday, Wes. It's Valentine's
0: Day. Oh, it is. You know, my wife told me that earlier, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Happy Valentine's <laughs> Day.
1: <laughs> and your response was, just another Wednesday.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we don't do hall, Hallmark holidays here. Like, like we do some mild stuff on birthdays and then obviously Christmas, but I like call Mark holidays. We're just like, Hey, it's that day. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I like it, man.
1: I like it. I'm not a big fan of uh, this kind of stuff, but, um, but Hey, you know what? As a, as a, as a single dude, I'm so happy to have, to be in a relationship with all of these fucking cats. Uh, so thank you everybody for being here. We love you. Oh, so very much. And that's, Hopefully the last time you hear the words Valentine's Day in the next hour. You ready to do this, man? Let's go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Two wise Friday right here on YouTube. We do it live 6 p.m. Eastern for your viewing pleasure. But thankfully, we also care about your oral pleasure. That's why our good friend Rypop uploads this to podcast services of your choice. My name is Brian Powell from the right here PSVR Without Parole. And this dude over here to my right, also, you are right, it's Wes Dylan from Virtual Strangers. Wes, what is happening over on Virtual Strangers these days? What's going on with you? How's your life? I feel like we haven't talked since Last Wednesday,
0: it's last Wednesday. Oh, it's good, man. We, um, as far as the channel goes, we're we're back. We started our, our regularly scheduled program again this past Sunday. So I'm starting to keep up with VR news again, so I don't have to hear about it all from your channel. Um, but no, it's good. I mean, um, things in my personal life are still a bit hectic, uh, but we are managing uh and things are good like i'm healthy my family's healthy i gotta play vr for hours today like so i'm in a pretty good mood actually yeah
1: well that that's fantastic um i'm happy i'm happy that we're we're having a good time uh leo ai reminds me that relationship with cats is called bestiality <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you could say that but you you know we talk about um Valentine's Day and that seemed like it would be the perfect holiday for Brian Paul who happens to love us all. This would be like the day for you, right? I mean, I feel like it's a lie, Wes. <laughs> like <laughs> I
1: don't say it nearly as much as I used to. I used to I used to say it because it rhymed, and I used to go, man, that's fucking cheesy. And then people would be like, Oh, Brian Paul loves us all. Like it was like it'd be a thing. And be like, Oh, you gotta you gotta start saying it again. And like I, I think it's become abundantly obvious that it's just not fucking true <laughs> so why would i lie to these people that i uh w- when i tell them you know how transparent i like to be with them uh i don't want i don't want to lie i don't
0: want to lie well and you know now that you mentioned it uh i'm brian paul and i love some of you just doesn't have the same ring to it no
1: no also some of you might might also be an exaggeration. <laughs> A, f- a few of you I definitely am very very fond of <laughs> there's no rhyme I gotta work on that uh, god damn dude guys uh thanks for being here make sure you come join our discord click the link in the description below but while you're clicking links in the description below make sure you click on uh, Wes's channel we've got the link to virtual strangers right down below click over there spread the VR love uh, here's the thing guys right you may be like well I don't want to subscribe to virtual strangers because I only have a PlayStation VR or PSVR2. Guess what? They are constantly talking about the thing that we're gonna do today, which is we we played games that are coming to PSVR2, but we had to, you know, we had to pull out our quests and our PC VR headsets in order to do it. These guys do it all the fucking time. And let me tell you, Wes, you don't get enough
0: fucking credit for that shit. Because PC gaming sucks. (laughs) <laughs> it's not it's not fun is it no and i guess we'll wait to that the that segment to talk about it um but but they don't make it easy do they they don't make it easy
1: um you know i mean like in in the thing is it's like i'm you know what if you're doing it all the time you don't run into the problems that i have you know you don't have you're also not trying to figure out how to capture the footage because you do it all the time right if you're a pc gamer you have this shit down i have been spoiled by console gaming for decades. I haven't been a PC gamer for a very, very long time. So like if anybody out there is being like, it's not that complicated, Brian. You know, it, I mean, it's not, It it isn't, not for people who do it all the time, but I never do it and goddamn, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so uh, we got the, and, I'm sorry, the Game Cat Andrew Ehrenreich in the chat with a $5 tip says, does Fogland suck any less yet? I saw it's on sale also kind of funny your foglands interview is what put me onto this channel shame the game was so bad <sighs> yeah i think it's like on ten dollar discount on the sale um it's our so, planet of the discount I I sale see. goes until the end of the month uh, what's up? what you
0: got wes i've got something i can share on this front actually oh um, talk because i actually have had fairly recent contact with uh, these developers and while no it it does not suck less yet well i mean i guess technically it sucks a little bit less than it did at launch they did do a qol update pretty quickly um but uh they are still working on it and they're they're taking people's feedback into account and they assure me uh, within the last 10 days that uh there is a substantial update on the way that's going to address the combat and a lot of the other things that people have uh, criticized the game for and uh, I think that's good because I, I don't think it's a lost cause I really don't I think they really blew it with regard to launching too early and, and kind of making that negative first impression but uh, I think the game is salvageable the bones of a good game are there it's just not very fun
1: I, I mean listen I'm not going to disagree with you even though I don't agree with you if that makes any okay. sense, because uh, I I don't know if there's even a bones of a good game here. However, I don't want to condemn this game. Uh, I mean, I already have. I've already said. I've already gave my thoughts on the uh, on what happened at launch, and but that doesn't mean I'm never going to give it another look. I want to make sure that I'm always fair to these developers who put in the work, and and so I don't want to be like, oh, there's no chance it could ever be good when. If they put in a lot of work, maybe, maybe like, I, I think technically everything is salvageable. So yeah. I'll keep an eye on it, man. I'm very curious to see how this goes. Cause I, I don't, I don't think it even has the bones of a good game, sadly. Well,
0: um, I, I had a different opinion of it and it was a, you know, there were opinions all over the place. Some people even liked it how it is. Yeah. Uh, most people didn't, uh, but didn't hate it. And then a few people, a few of you really hated it. Um, I didn't hate it. Uh, Wes, did you see that
1: uh, Jeff Grubb is saying that we could very well see an astro by
0: the end of the year? I did not. But I love that that's happening. Jeff Grubb tends to be a fairly reputable source. It doesn't shock me. I mean, we've kind of been saying that for a while now, like we even last year, we were expecting the Hybrid Astrobot game to drop this year sometime, which by the way is all speculation uh, based on some fact. I mean, Team Asobi has spoken a little bit about the project that they're working on over the months, uh, and it sounds like it could be, uh, you know, a VR game. And obviously, Astrobot's the one thing you, everyone would point to. Um, but no, not, I did not hear that, but I am uh, thrilled, not surprised, but thrilled that. There is something to back it up now.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know, and again, I I think we were all very hopeful that Sony had lots and lots planned for the launch of PSVR 2. But just like the launch of PSVR 1, there were no real first party titles, especially no big first party titles at the launch. It took until about 2018, uh, you know, a year and a half, two years into the system's life for us to really start getting you know all these great um like wipe wipe out omega uh, astrobot blood and truth like these we didn't really see anything about these games i believe in the first two years i'd have to kind of get a <clears throat> excuse me a release calendar to know exactly but it was it was a bit um jeff Grubb's not a hundred percent on his on his inside info but he is definitely as as you said wes one of the more reliable leakers out there so I have a lot of uh, a lot of faith in them.
0: More reliable than Rythian.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: Rythian, R-
1: the thing with that guy is that he, you know, he seemed to be fairly credible for a while, uh and then like and then he just started like throwing lots of shit at the wall and everything he said was just inaccurate, everything. Yeah, you know. And yeah. then uh and then, it's, then I could even see stuff uh where he was like sort of getting his info from like we were talking about all the PSVR1 games. Uh, that were coming to PSVR two, and he kind of took that and ran with it, but then kind of like exaggerated it, which was you know a shame because I think some people know some things, but then they're not content just knowing a few things; they want to be the guy that knows everything. I think that's what happened with him.
0: So he's he's the guy for those of you who don't know who's set, famously said that uh, we should be expecting Stormland and Stormland or sorry Stormland remastered and Stormland two on PlayStation VR two as we now own insomniac which i mean if you're going to throw shit at the wall that's a pretty good guess makes sense yeah. um but uh there was a heavy leak from insomniac about a month ago maybe two months ago uh that looked to be 100 percent legit and said nothing it had like seven or eight years of roadmap for insomniac and there was no vr in that whatsoever however i did see a headline today that um Apparently, Stormland is delisted on Oculus Rift now, which is Uh, interesting. Wasn't didn't it get delisted
1: like a while ago?
0: I I heard it was going to be just delisted a while ago. I saw a a headline today that confirmed that that is, in fact, the case. uh, I don't Um, know when it actually left the store.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I think I think the thing to remember about uh, Insomniac is that they're a, a massive team that creates amazing games. They have multiple teams within Insomniac, but at this point, I think all the teams within Insomniac are big enough to be like working on massive games. I know that sounds yeah. like a like a, like a no brainer, but I don't know if you'd actually want to quote unquote waste talent at Insomniac to port their PC VR games over to PSVR two. Those games have already been created, right? The talent has already made that and so now it's just like the, the the mechanical stuff to like let's get this brought over and make it look and feel good right so like maybe you wouldn't have insomniac be the ones working on the port if you were sony just saying
0: perhaps that that, that is a good point and and like you mentioned uh i'm sure they have other studios that that work under them i'm, I'm sure it's like um like, like in dreams has studios, and like vertigo games has studios that were fast travel. They all have smaller studios that they've kind of uh, absorbed over, over time and it stuff projects that from smaller studios under the umbrella wouldn't necessarily be on the type of roadmap documents. I don't know, it, it's a little bit of a reach. I'm trying to keep up alive um, because <laughs> um, it is such a great game and, and uh, one I would like to see. Um, make its way to psvr2 in some form even if if it is just a remaster um so yeah who knows any explanation uh could fit here and we never will quite know the truth until the time has passed
1: yeah uh herc uk in the chat uh reminds us that Sony told their stockholders today that quote Sony will not release any new major existing PlayStation franchise titles before April 2025 which doesn't really apply to us like i, I don't i don't know if they'd call anything on PSVR2 major so uh i'm you know it's going to be it's going to be kind of a quiet year i think for um you know first party Sony stuff it's been a it's been a few quiet years um but you know They've got, they've got 20 plus first party studios working on shit. So yeah, uh, you know, that means 2025, 2026, 2027 is gonna be fucking rocking. The back half of the PS5 lifespan is gonna be fucking incredible. PSVR 2, they're, they're not, n- nothing in the works for PSVR 2 first party is gonna be considered a major title for them, especially not to their investors who are like, and how many copies is that gonna sell? They're like, I don't know, 20,000? Yeah, not fucking major. <laughs> so don't worry uh Hasid mirza with the two dollars hip says anyone know what white moon dreams is up to well i'll tell you i almost picked starblood arena as our 20 questions game so maybe that um i love those guys i talk to them on the regular uh nothing at the moment they are doing nothing they are all sitting on their hands going boy i wish we had something to work on no yeah, um ridiculous i'm 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 obviously nda and i'm talking about that kind of stuff but uh but those guys are fucking really, really talented. I'll say that. Um, that is one of the most amazing teams um, that PlayStation has, and it's not even owned by PlayStation. Like, they should fucking scoop them up. Uh, they did do the amazing ports, though, um, of Saints and Sinners Chapter 1 and 2 for PSVR 2. Uh, I mean, those were stellar ports, you know?
0: Excellent. Best and, versions uh, of the games.
1: Yep. So. Uh, they also did the PSVR 1 version of Saints and Sinners Chapter 1. So uh, that was pretty amazing for its time. Uh, but what they're up to now, I don't know. Keep your fingers crossed. Uh, awesome Tatum with the $5 tip says, has anyone tried Bulletstorm VR after the patch today? Still on the fence. No. B- Bueller? <laughs> Bueller? Anybody in the <laughs> chat, raise your hand. Uh, yeah. Nothing. Sorry, Tatum. Uh the patch I read the patch notes, they don't they don't seem very impressive. It doesn't seem like anything that like I was concerned about really got addressed. So
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is the big one that we've been waiting on. You know, um sometime after I played it on PSVR two, I decided you know what, people say that the PC version is the best. Let's try it on PC. So I reached out to them for a key and they're like, Yeah, we'll absolutely give you a key after we update the game (laughs) so maybe i should check my uh maybe i should check my inbox i wonder if this was the update that they uh told me i needed to wait on maybe maybe um let's just
1: double check make sure we uh, don't have any more news there's a lot of shit on sale with that planet of the discount sale uh like we were saying earlier fogland's ten dollars off um a lot of games are on sale uh i think it's going to be it's it they're on sale all month long i think we'll probably save that for friday's show so uh, miles and i can go through and um and talk about what games maybe you should consider picking up um only because i think we've got a lot to talk about today right wes we do we do indeed brian uh the game cat andrew Ehrenreich with a two dollar tip says insomniac hear me out sunset OVR Drive. That was fucking rough, man. That was rough. It's almost as rough as Overdark, which is the first Over game dark. we want to talk about today, guys. We have <laughs> we played three different games all coming to PSVR too, um, and so let's start with the Overdark demo. Wes, what? I I got it, dude. Okay, this was the only one I had to play through Steam, so let's get this out of the way. Uh, how did this run for you performance wise?
0: Uh, it ran okay for me. Uh, I did notice a, a little bit of reprojection in the outside area, like before I made it into the building. Mm-hmm. Um, after I got into the building, it ran all right with with a, a frame drop here and a frame drop there, but okay. nothing um, completely uh, game breaking for me. Um, but it took me a minute to get into it. Uh, you know, I, 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 I Installed the game, I hooked up my HP Reverb G2, turned my controllers on, started the game, and it told me that I didn't have a controller hooked up. Same, yeah. But I took the headset off, I took 10 minutes to find out my, uh, find my my Xbox controller and plug it into my PC. I go back into the game, I uh, I boot it this time, and then when I get in the game, the Xbox controller doesn't work. It's actually my motion controllers <laughs> that were working in the yep. game. Um, so I wasted a bunch of time on that. Um, I don't know, it seems like there was something else that annoyed me about like the, the menu or the settings or something. Uh, but after I got into the game, uh, it ran okay for me.
1: Okay. Uh, so I had actually uh, seen Awesome Tatum, who's in the chat here, uh, streaming this on our Discord uh, on his PC. And so I kind of had an idea what to expect here. Um, I don't think mine was running nearly as bad as his was, but it's, you can see how stuttery it is. Um, And I turned all the settings. I, I, at first I clicked the recommended settings and it put everything up to the maximum, ultra, 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 ultra. And I was like, no, thank you. I put everything down to like medium and it was like still very stuttery. So I don't think it's a problem with like the, uh, I don't think it's a problem with my PC so much as like maybe the demo sirens on my end. Um, Cause I don't think, I don't think Tatum, Uh, Yeah, Tatum in the chat says, I never fought with a PC VR demo so hard. Um, So yeah, so very jittery, Stike, that's right. Um, But it was playable. If if you're not somebody who gets like severely motion sickness, um, motion sick, then like, you know, it is a playable demo. uh, And I'm sure it's going to work for some some people better than others. Uh, Ignoring the stutter, I thought it was a decent looking game. Um, you know, some, some nice lighting, some nice, uh, kind of dust effects in the hallways and everything. I, I thought it was a pretty good looking overall.
0: No, I'll agree with that. And I do want to ask you before we get, uh, past it here, you were capturing footage when you were playing. Yeah, this is, this is my footage. Okay. So, so you were capturing footage, um. Who was it? Tatum, you said, was streaming it? Yeah. Uh, also capturing footage. I was not capturing footage. Ah. But with, with that said, I was playing on the G2, which has roughly the same pixel density as the PSVR 2, and I was playing with everything on Ultra, and it ran pretty well for me. So okay. it could be just a, a, an issue of <clears throat> capturing the uh, the game and that extra... Kind of stress on your your graphics card might have kind of pushed it over the line, so All to speak. Right. Good, to uh, know. but you're right. Graf- graphically, I think the graphics and the visuals of the game are the strength of what I played. Um, yeah, probably. It's a, it's it's, um, it's a good looking game. It's very reminiscent of like Resident Evil Seven and the types of environments that they put you in. Um,
1: yeah, it was it
0: was an enjoyable atmosphere. I'll say that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, <laughs> it's it's so funny because uh, I, I this was not the first game I played today, but the um, you can tell in the footage here I was literally having a problem just picking up the flashlight. It's telling you, um, whereas like some games we played today, you could you know have your hand two meters away from the thing that you were trying to grab uh, and still grab onto it. But yet this was like nope, you got to get your hand like inside the flashlight to grab it. Um, so just kind of tolerate me here while I try to get this thing going.
0: Um, yeah. And not only that, but when you're holding the flashlight and you grab an item for your inventory, not only does it automatically stow the item in your inventory for you, but it also makes you drop your flashlight back <laughs> down into your holster automatically as well. Uh, yeah, so it's because
1: you know, this this demo certainly has uh, its fair share of issues. However, um, it, it was you know, this is, this was, this is coming from the developers, Nox Noxness, who made, uh, who made Do Not Open. And, you know, clearly, uh, as we were talking about on Monday's show, they, they realized that Do Not Open just doesn't work in VR. It's a, it's a, it's a puzzle game that requires maybe some pen and paper here and there. Uh, this is clearly made for VR. It's, simple stuff it's like oh this you know this thing over here needs a lever let's go find the lever this this thing over here needs a key let's go find the key um and obviously you know it's just the first 15 minutes of the game where they're sort of getting you used to the controls but um but you know it, feel, it feels it feels like a game that was made for VR which sometimes just means they dumbed it down a little bit you know from a from a tr- from a traditional flat screen game um but for a horror game that's it's all i really need Uh, One of the things I was saying on Monday to AJ was even if this comes out and it's just kind of like fine, you know, mechanically, and it's got some good scares, I I think I'll be okay, man. Like, I think I'll enjoy it. Um, So, and we don't have too much longer to find out either. This one comes out next month, I believe, um, March 7th, and then it's the 16th here in the US. So not that long to go.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. And I agree with you. I, I, this, this is my genre. This is the type of game I like to play. It might not end up being for everyone because people like you and I tend to overlook things uh, because we enjoy these types of games. Um, but uh, the story seemed cool. The environments were beautiful. The sound effects were solid. Uh, I will say it was a little weird that there's no localization for uh, American English, given that the game takes place in louisiana but <laughs> all, all of the language is in spanish and like even like the radio broadcasts that come over the radio says attention uh united states citizens and it, it's all in spanish it, like you have to read the uh the the captions to uh to understand what they're saying uh so that's kind of comical it would have made more sense for this game to take place in like barcelona or something but um uh, But no, my general impressions of it were positive, and it is something that I'm still looking forward to playing through.
1: Yeah, it's funny you say that, because I mean, I would have turned I always turn subtitles off immediately. I think they're immersion breaking. But obviously, like, I mean, I took Spanish in high school. I worked at a Spanish restaurant for the better part of a decade. I don't know Spanish. Um, So uh, so here we are sitting in the car. And as you said, the radio's on. It's got it's, it's saying things like pick up the flashlight, but it's like raining, right? And so the rain is coming down on the windshield. The <laughs> subtitles are outside of the windshield. They're outside of the car. So they're impossible to read because they have the effect of the rain in the dashboard, the the, uh, the glass on them. So you literally have to put, put your head down so that the t- subtitles come down with you and then become inside the car and get that effect removed so you can see what the fuck they say. Um, these are little things that I don't know if we'll be fixed by the time the, the, the final game comes along, but
0: you know, uh, like you said, kind of comical. Yeah, it was funny. It, it was tolerable. It was just a little out of place, a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, I don't know. I
1: feel good about this. I I, I feel like if they can get this, uh, you know, I would love, love, love to hear that, um, that is it, oh shit, is it, it's Nox Nox, it's a developer. I would love to hear that this is going to be running at like 90 native, whatever, on PSVR too. Um, I think a lot of these environments, you know, they're pretty closed in. Uh, you know, they, they they look good for what they are, but they're we're not rendering like a football field here. Uh, we're, we're rendering very small rooms. And so hopefully they can get this like up to 90 native. Um, and uh, and, and it, as long as it has the, like the resolution that I saw in the headset on the PC, then, then I'm going to be pretty pretty happy. I thought I thought it looked okay. So,
0: so did you get to see some of the uh, of the Steam VR reprojection then, and what it's like? Uh, I mean, it's hard
1: to tell with this one because it was so stuttery.
0: Um, that's what it is. Instead of ghosting when you're turning, it's just vibration. The whole world's just vibrating. Yeah. People think that the PlayStation VR is the the only one that has terrible uh, reprojection, but in many ways, it's preferable to the way Steam VR can be sometimes.
1: Well, I'm I'm certain this will not be the last uh, Steam VR game I'll be playing in the coming months. So I will keep my eyes open for that. Um, I'll tell you. I mean, I played a lot of Quest Three today, and uh, and and the Quest Three is is I, I think pulling off what it does pretty damn well. Um, oh yeah. It's you know, reprojection is not noticeable, not for me, and uh, and they are making sure that each game that comes out for it. Is running at like the max resolution. Um, so, pretty good stuff over there. Um, real quick, let's give a shout out to Living Legend with the Canadian $5 tip says, uh, Happy Wednesday, Gamecats. Stellar Blade in VR would be dope. I wish this menu would go away. Why isn't the menu going away? There we go. Uh, Stellar Blade in VR would be dope. I'm not a perv. LOL. I, I think Stellar Blade looks great. I might be a
0: perv though, so. Yeah, I definitely am a perv, and I think
1: it's okay. <laughs> Mark Smith with the $5 tip says, I'd like to thank Tiff for being helpful and Wes Roots and all involved with Virtual Strangers for my winning Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Game Key. Thanks a lot.
0: Yeah, and uh, on that note, um, I see all of your messages. I still haven't dished out these keys. Um, no. <laughs> I'm hoping to get around to doing that this evening. Like the, the ones we gave away on the original you know, live show. Most of those are out, but the Second Chance winners that we announced on Sunday I intended to distribute on Monday, but uh, I had an emergency come up and I had to leave and I haven't been able to do it yet. I'm hopeful that uh, those of you who haven't gotten your keys yet uh, that I'll be answering those messages sometime before I pass out tonight, so uh, watch your inboxes. Let's hope so.
1: <clears throat> uh, Urban Wolf Games, as we all know, developer of uh, legendary Tales with the 2,000, let's call them Wario Coins. It says, time to listen to the radio on the road to the office. I'm assuming he's going to have to listen to this later is what he's saying. But uh, thank you very much for your generosity. Um, the, yeah, the, the, the chat is on a completely different topic altogether, aren't they?
0: Yeah, it looks like uh, there's some fake uh, valve headset that some people say might not be fake that got linked. I've got a link. I haven't looked at it yet. Thanks, Tatum, for sharing. Um, but, huh, Interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jordy Britt saying, Brian, you've been seeing another headset. And on Valentine's Day, my mother was right. Yeah, everyone's mother was right about me. That's for sure.
0: Ryan's just doing his due diligence and doing proper reconnaissance work to let us know what's coming down the line to PlayStation VR two. Dude,
1: I get so much shit for getting a quest three, uh, from the cats. And uh but but no one gave me shit for getting a quest one or a quest two and doing the exact yeah, right. same shit for the last like five years. I don't but it's all yeah. good. It's all good. I take my this job is not seriously, the man. first
0: this is not the first of these episodes that we have done. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. but some of you guys are
1: new. And so that is, uh, that that is understandable. All right, Wes. Uh, so we played a demo of an upcoming game that's coming out next month, but we also played some full fledged games. Uh, what's the next one you want to talk about? Uh, I'll, I'll let you pick. Um, okay. well, in uh, that case, we played a game called Titanic. A space between, is that what it's called? I believe so. Yes. Uh, and this was—I'm—I'm I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not going to lie. This was uh, the reason I ended up picking up a Quest Three. I, I know that sounds silly. There's like so many reasons to pick up a Quest Three, like Asgard's Wrath Two. There's, there's lots of great games on the headset. Uh, for whatever reason, this was the one that made me go, "Oh man, I gotta wait to play this on PSVR Two. I'm just gonna buy a Quest." And I mean, I know that sounds ridiculous, but. Um, <laughs> It but does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, okay, so let's, let's get a few things out of the way. Small development team, it's made by like a couple people, right? Uh, and it, it's a time traveling adventure. It is, uh, you know, you, you, it takes place on the Titanic, obviously, uh, and it's also got some horror elements to it. Uh, all of this sounds pretty fucking cool, and I'm really happy about that. Like, because the last Titanic game we got was just Titanic VR. And it was terrible. Um, you know, you get to, the cool thing was you get to kind of explore the wreckage of the Titanic, but everything else about the game was kind of weak. Um, so I'm glad that they took the good stuff and left the lame stuff. Um, and uh, and, they, and they have said that this is, you know, this is out now on Quest, but it is coming to PSVR 2 in the coming months. So soon, just a few months away, I'm sure, uh, with all sorts of graphical improvements. Uh, Wes, what did you think of this? How much time did you get to spend with it? And what are your impressions thus far?
0: uh i didn't put a ton of time into it uh maybe an hour hour and a half uh into it uh it's certainly my type of game in, in the terms of it's a, a single player story driven um i don't know if I would exactly call it an adventure but there's some sci-fi elements there's some horror elements and um you know w- when you're in this type of game it, it really um first of all you have to be able to suspend disbelief and i'm happy to report that graphically speaking this is a decent looking game like the the environments that you're in look pretty good um the the, the parts are voice acted uh, the voice acting's all in english that's a big plus um and uh, the story's interesting so it has um a lot going for it right out of the gate um i think it has potential but as you said, this is from a small team and it is an early App Lab version of the game. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely, it shows, it seems like an early access version of the game. Um, man, it's it's so crazy how shit works
1: over on Quest where they're just like, I mean, I guess it's very similar to early access, but when a, when a game finally comes out, it's like, yes, it's in App Lab or, oh, it's in early access. And you kind of have to keep your expectations in check. So yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's something that I need to do with this. And 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 hopefully the developers are listening to everything they hear because I, I do feel like this is something that could be really special uh, to a degree because it's pretty for sure. I love when yeah. you know I love when the water starts rushing up and there's it builds this tension where you're like I gotta fucking find a way out of here really fast because I don't want to drown. Uh, the water physics look really nice. Um, you know, there's always like shit floating in the water that you can pick up. You can pick up a lot of stuff, but as you can see in the footage that I'm showing, you pick things up and it's like, sometimes it's like, you just have Spider-Man hands. Like it just like the whole fucking picture frame just sticks to your hand. And it's weird. Um, and, and, and and that's not even the extent of it, obviously. Um, it's the, the whole thing kind of has like a janky feel to it. Um, but I kind of appreciate how much it's trying to do. Um, you know, there are a lot of things are destructible. Um, a lot of things are you can climb, um, and it's just it's just I don't know. It, it's just it's it's certainly not in a place where I'd be like, oh yeah, like I recommend this. If, if it it definitely feels like a five six out of ten right now as far as the gameplay is concerned. But it so far I'm really really happy that I'm playing it and experiencing it. So if we can get a polished version of what these guys are doing uh, over on PSVR two and you know four or five, six months. That would be fantastic. I'm, it's pretty cool so far. I haven't beaten it. I don't know how long it is, um, but you're playing as like multiple characters. And, you know, it's, like I said, there's time travel. You're starting off in the future, like 2045 or something. And then they send you back to, you know, like literally it's supposed to be an hour before uh, the Titanic hits the iceberg. Um, and then next thing you know, you're playing as different characters. You're on different parts of the, the ship. I I don't know, man. I, I think there I think there's something very cool here.
0: Yeah it's original. The the story's original and that that's really the best part of it for me. It's a supernatural time travel mystery game. Yeah. Pretty much. You're you're trying to uncover uh things in the narrative that uh that the intro kind of sets up for you in terms of like the dialogue and things that they tell you. Um it, it is more than just a walking simulator. I will say that. I, yeah. I mean, the, the there aren't any like specifically like complex puzzles that I've seen yet, but there are there is some puzzling here. Um, r- really, I think that the game's pretty close to, to being good. It's just that there's a lot of interaction jank. Messing with anything with your hands doesn't feel quite right. Um, there are a lot of items that you pick up and use, but i don't know if there just wasn't a like a holster system you have a belt it looks like you would have like holsters on it but i wasn't able to use it to like hold weapons or anything in or items um yeah you get there like a matchbook
1: times- at some point and the matchbook goes there and anytime you pick up matches or it does adds, it? yeah it's like right there like the front belt buckle but yeah I, I didn't have there was nothing else that i was storing there other than like you know the um different devices that would kind of attach to your left shoulder
0: right right and it took me a minute to find that i had to start the game over because uh in the tutorial um level uh, i picked that 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 little radio device up yeah. and i accidentally dropped it and i didn't see the uh the screen that tells you it goes to your left shoulder and i just thought it dropped through the floor and i was like reaching and trying to find it and, uh, and then when I came back in and started it over, I saw the, the screen I was like, oh, it, it was yeah. there the whole time.
1: Uh, globus Entertainment, uh, Galibus Interactive, I'm sorry, is in the chat right now. Uh, they are the developers of this game uh, and they're saying it's about four to six hours. Um, and they said they're working on an explore mode coming out in about a week. Uh, I saw this in the press release. The explore mode, I believe, is the, um, the one where you kind of have like free reign of the ship and the water is like filling up in real time. Uh, and so you kind of like get to experience drowning on the titanic (laughs) but but you know um in a fun way i guess uh i I think that it sounds like a pretty cool mode to be honest um they said we also just pushed a physics update that eliminates some of the jankiness when we i just played it like a couple hours ago like today i just played it Um, so, uh, so I think we experienced the most recent update. Uh, I can double check on that.
0: You know, you know, you know, I I want to say that because I did just play it like right before the show, Yeah. but at the same time, the, the menu screen, when it loads in, it says that it's like a, a build from October or something. So, so maybe there Um, is an update that I didn't get. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, but,
1: uh. But I mean, you know. Anyway, I think I, I do think I do think they're on their way um, to to having something special. I, I hope they're able to like eliminate like the loading screens that kind of make you know because you want to have this full uh, full Titanic experience where everything you feel like you're on the Titanic and like the, all the areas are actually connected. And I think you know maybe there's certain like limitations with the quest uh, or not having an SSD, where you know, or maybe like the PlayStation VR2 version can feel a little bit more seamless. Um, but I mean, you know, there's, there's decent puzzles to solve right off the bat. Um, and, uh, and, you know, hold on a second. Oh, they said we only pushed this about two hours ago. So, uh, very possible. I missed it. I don't know if you missed it. Um, cause this was the um, I've, first I've, game I've, I played today for these three.
0: Yeah. I've played it since then momentarily. Um, but it, I, it, I didn't update it. So the, the, the version that I installed was you know, from this morning. So it's very likely had an update since, um, since the one that I installed. Um, I will say yeah, to, to your point
1: about, um, you know, missing little tutorial things. Uh, there's a lot of voiceovers at the beginning of this. Uh, there's your character talking, there's, you know, the character you're talking to, and it seems very, very easy to sort of skip that shit. Um, like, I don't know if it's an accident or like if me moving around or in picking up everything that I can possibly pick up and playing with it while they're talking or trying to push the button to open the next door. I don't know if any of that's triggering some of this dialogue to get skipped, but like some, some of that shit got clearly got skipped while I was playing. Um, and, uh, and, and which left me going, Oh wait, what, what, what am I supposed to be doing? Right. Cause I'm, yeah. Because I'm over here goofing off and wasn't listening to your instructions, um, but but I heard the, the dialogue get cut off numerous
0: times. Um, yeah, and you shouldn't be skipping that stuff either, because the 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 narrative here is pretty complex and hard to follow, and a, a lot of it they set up during the tutorial uh, with the backstory that they give you. So mm-hmm. if you if you skip certain things in that, then you're going to be even more lost than I was. Um uh, when you start switching characters and things like that, um, you know, they, they do kind of explain what, who this other character is a little bit before you get in there. Um, so yeah, it, it pays to stop and listen, um, uh, through the tutorial here. If anyone else ends up, uh, picking us up and checking it out.
1: Now, Leo AI in the chat is asking, uh Globus interactive but um I think we can answer this at least from what we've played so far it says is it a scary game or just some creepy moments
0: what do you think yeah, i wouldn't call it i, I wouldn't call it fr- I, I, I it could get scary um it's had some creepy moments so far they're they're starting to tease the supernatural element it yeah. isn't heavy in the uh early parts of the game yet uh, but you can tell that it's leading to something and it could get terrifying later on. Uh, but right now there's just a tease here and there with it. Uh, their response is definitely a spooky game, although we don't use too many jump
1: scares. We picked horror because it feels like the perfect combination of settings. I agree, Like, uh, but I think I think horror is the perfect setting for every game, so maybe I'm not the right one to ask. Uh, there were two moments where I audibly went, <gasps> Or Jesus. Right. Two moments, which uh, I don't I don't know. A little on the jump scary side, but I certainly appreciated. And I'm it also, you know, reminds you that I'm a fucking chicken. And uh, everything scares me, which is why I love horror so much. Um, t- yeah, two moments of just like kind of like this apparition being there when I didn't expect it to be. Uh, but also that I think they did it in a really good way. Right, because so I've I've played so many paranormal games over the course of the last seven whatever years in VR, and so many of them sort of depend on you being in the right place at the right time, looking at the right thing. Uh, this game does it well because the thing is where it is, but it also appears very naturally. Meaning, like you have to turn and face that direction, um, and so you're not you're not just going to hear a noise uh, and go, oh, did I miss something? Like it seems like it seems like these guys really understand how to make a a scare work. Um. So so far, at least, I'm I'm only about an hour in. Um. So I've, I've got a ways to go, but again, enjoying it so far. I think this is it's like a twenty dollar game as well. Uh. So, you know, what I, I don't I don't expect this to be like the most polished thing when it finally makes it to PSVR two. Right.
0: Right. But I mean, um, again, what it does well, it does well. It's uh, it's a cool story. It's cool environments. It doesn't need, it just needs a little polish. And uh, I mean, four to six hours seems about perfect for a game like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like it. It's good. And uh, and, and if uh, Globus is
1: still here, um, I, I remember you guys saying at a certain point that there will be graphical improvements um for the psvr2 version i don't know if you can say anything more about that um clearly we're a very um picky community <laughs> we would really appreciate it uh you know if you get certain resolutions and frame rates uh but if you, if you can't share anything we of course
0: understand uh yeah, Leo AI. i'm please, sorry please re- i'm no, no, i was just gonna say please reach out uh if you want to know what these c- cryptic words mean we can definitely give you some uh advice on what the psvr community typically looks for in these games
1: yeah uh it's actually very surprising you know because i guess we're we're super invested in it um but it is surprising when developers don't realize um what the community is looking for like they they're so busy making their game for quest and then steam and then psvr 2 that uh they uh Yeah, there's the, the certain things are unaware. Right right now, while the reprojection system is what it is, uh, we're certainly hoping for 90 native on everything um, until the reprojection system gets fixed or improved. We should say improved. I don't think it's broken. It's just not as good as it could be.
0: It was a good looking game on, on Quest. Uh, really, the only thing visually that, that I found uh, noticeable in a negative way is there's some um, fixed foveated rendering that you can catch the line of from time to time. Uh, But it's not egregious or anything and uh, something that I've forgot about fairly quickly. It said, uh, yes, we're switching to the uh,
1: HDRP pipeline in order to support the dynamic lighting and HDR rendering. We have a lot of space to improve the graphics with the PSVR hardware. Nice. It's awesome to hear. Uh, Leo AI with the 50 securos says, right lens died. Oh, God. Sorry to hear that. Got the headset replaced just before the warranty expires on the twenty second. Finally. Oh, okay. So this is this is something that happened and has already been fixed. Um finally playing RE4. Great game. Heard heard of Beyond Hanwell on Unreal Engine VR. UE VR. Um I don't know Beyond Hanwell.
0: Yeah, I don't, that doesn't sound beyond, beyond Hanwell. No, no, that's a new one to me even. Sweet.
1: Well, I'm going to have to be a pain in the ass to these guys, aren't I? Yeah, this looks fucking fantastic. Uh, Thanks for the heads up, Leo. We've definitely uh, keep an eye on that and uh, talk to those devs as soon as possible. Uh, all right, and that brings us to, Wes, the third game we previewed for PSVR 2. Um, oh, fuck. I actually forgot what it was while in the middle of my sentence, uh, but I have forgotten no longer. It was Genotype. This is coming to us from Bulvert Games. Guys, Bulvert Games made the Dick Wild games. They also made like a slew of other things over the course of the last few years that like seemed like they were going to come to PSVR uh, and then didn't, and I kind of can't lie don't care because this is the one that we've been waiting for uh Wes genotype I played for the very first time today except uh this is not the game that it's been right like this recently just got a big uh combat update what what was this game before this big update what 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 has everyone been playing for the last few months
0: well I, I didn't play a ton of it since the updates um it, at its core, it's still the same game. Um, the The combat, the enemy AI is uh, is a, a bit better now. It's a bit more challenging to to fight with these enemies. Um, they they tweak some things with the uh, the the upgrade system for your weapons and your character. That's um, had some graphics updates since the early version, which it was always a good looking game anyway. Um, it's still at its core the same game that it was before, from what I can tell so far. Um, but you know what, if it hadn't gotten any of these updates, I, I'm a fan. I, mean, I am a fan of Genotype. I love this game. Um, I loved it from the first time I played it, and I got it back in there today and, um, and picked it right back up and remembered what, why I love it so much. Um this kind of in so many ways feels like an old school game to me like an old school sci-fi corridor shooter that we would have played back on PS1 PS2 but uh it's very good looking immersive game and just uh fun to play there's a lot of game here there's depth to the progression um I just I, I really enjoy it it's very unique and uh fun game to play
1: Yeah I dude for whatever reason genotype and dead hook were sort of like occupying the same space in my brain and so for whatever reason like I mean they kind of looked similar visually again you know from a trailer perspective uh not from an actual gameplay perspective uh they actually look significantly differently when you're playing them uh I I confused which which one was which uh I I, there's a part of me that going into this today that was like it's a roguelite right it's not a roguelite this is Feels like a full full-fledged adventure sci-fi shooter um with some really great um i mean is it a horror game if it's obviously set in like some like a, a sci-fi you know biological laboratory test gone wrong setting um yes you know, so there's a lot of like weird fucking creatures but like it doesn't feel scary does it does it
0: Get scary No, not really. I okay. mean, it, it's it's kind of ominous here. Uh it's definitely a dark scenario, it's and there's work. some some dark things that happen, but um, no, I wouldn't call it a horror game at all. Um it, it's a typical I call it typical, it's not typical. It, <laughs> it, it's um it, it's a dark sci fi game. Um it's a dark sci-fi shooter with an interesting story and premise that you're working through. It is a story driven game. Um it's an action game it's an action adventure game
1: yeah uh and that feels good man that feels good and there's it, it feels very solid um everything about this from the storytelling uh which obviously uh, encapsulates the narration to the action to just the way everything feels uh this feels like a polished game uh like i i i was i couldn't i i kept thinking about like the psvr2 enhancements that it'll likely get um you know, there there are things that you can see me using this weapon right now, um, which is weird, man. Like, there's like you get new weapons, but all they are, are like these biological like organisms that like spawn on your hand that you're using uh, to attack. And the one I'm using here is like this grapple thing, uh, infinite ammo, because all you're doing is like just using it to grapple. Um, and there's not really a lot in the sense in, in the way of like haptics or adaptive triggers or anything like that and it feels like it's missing, right? Like for a game that's so polished, I'm like, this is the stuff that feels very much like it's missing. Uh, and, and hopefully all those parts can kind of feel complete when it gets to PSVR too, because it's already a great looking game. Uh, it's like some great reflections on the floor. You can see here, the resolution was great. The Frame rate was like rock solid. And, uh, and, I, and, and, and just made me go, man, I can't wait to see this on the OLED panels where like the the blacks will be black, black, the darks gonna feel darker, um, the colors will feel richer, and then of course the haptics and uh adaptive triggers I think will really complete the package if they're able to take advantage of those.
0: Yeah. So so I, I agree and I disagree at the same time. Um I think for a quest game, um that the haptics are actually pretty good in it. Like when you're changing weapons and doing things like that, you can feel all of that in the controllers. Yeah with that said when i'm playing the game today and i'm thinking to myself what's the biggest opportunity for improvement when, when this game comes to psvr2 it was absolutely uh the controllers uh, you know the haptics and the adaptive triggers um i, I think with this type of game it, it's well suited to to that sort of um feedback and that will add uh a fair amount of immersion to it so I'm hopeful and confident that when this game hits PSVR two, it's going to be even better than it is on Quest three.
1: Uh, King Serky says that weapon looks awful to use. It wasn't my favorite. Um, you, obviously, there's a there's a distance issue with it. Um, so it, there's infinite ammo, so you literally have to get up and uh, the draw the drawback to having infinite ammo is that like I don't know, yeah, it was like probably six feet range. You have to get closer to enemies than you'd prefer. Um, it's not one of my favorites. Uh, I've only got three weapons so far. um, but dude, it's this is this this does what i this does v r the way I like v r to be done. Um, like this I feel like i I got so much story delivered to me today, and at no point was I standing still going, Uh-huh, and then what and then and then what? You want you you're still talking really like it was all delivered while i was exploring while i was fighting like just like this you know the the, the voiceovers was it was non-intrusive and then there were these um uh there were audio logs that were pretty short overall and were play, you know playing while i'm walking around and then on top of that where uh you know if you really want to get further into the lore here there's like these you know these, these diary type things, these, these panels that you pick up with, with, with like journal entries and shit on them, which are completely optional. You know, so far I haven't seen one with a with a passcode on it or or directions or the key card or anything like that. It was just optional shit. To like, if you really like the story, there's more to it everywhere, but it's totally optional, and you can just hold on to it and read it while you're walking. Right? This is this border bots. No matter how good BorderBots bots is, and it, and it does seem like a really good game. You're just standing there for minutes at a time, just going, "I can't believe you're still talking to me." This game tells a story the way I like it to be told, and the voice acting's pretty good. Like it all seemed, it all seemed really solid. Um, yeah, I'm, I, this is this yeah. is this is highlight of my day. I think.
0: Yeah, the, the story's uh, good. The voice acting is solid. Even on the audio logs, it's pretty cool. Um, I can't wait for you to get deeper into this game. Uh, Because not only does the story get better, but the amount of like all the different weapons and devices that you find really add to the gameplay. And a couple of them in particular that I won't tell you about because I don't want to spoil it for you. (laughs) But there's some cool stuff that you unlock as you play your way through it. And um, it just keeps getting better and better and better as you play through it.
1: Nice. Uh, For anyone who missed the transition, we're talking about genotype. Uh, But I will say, yeah, yeah. that people are saying that there's a, um, a Cosmo dread vibe going on here. Uh, and, and, and that doesn't sound far off. Even the inventory system feels a little Cosmo dread. Um, It's very, so it's very convenient, easy to use. Um, I, I love how everything kind of operates by like uh, your left hand has like this port on it. And so like, oh, you collect some tokens. It's like you found this token wallet thing and you like connect it to the port and then you pull the trigger and it like downloads into your system um and that you do that for so many things you that's the way you use health that's the way you use the 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 computer you're seeing here is like an upgrade system where there's so many different things to upgrade um that includes all the different biological weapons that you're finding that includes the um just some of your abilities It, it it seems like it goes really deep and unlike a lot of games I wanted to upgrade everything and i'm like man that's a lot of carrots dangling at the end of a lot of sticks here
0: um any yeah, idea how to choose too? say you it again. have to choose things like there, there are different upgrade paths like it's not legendary tales with like a big skill tree or anything but when, when you're upgrading your your weapons and abilities you have to make choices you can't go down every path so you there's lots of like different augments and abilities that you can unlock and many of them Uh, We'll work together and play off of one another. Uh, But you kind of have to decide that as you go and and decide uh, how you want to configure your weapons, how you want to configure your player. Um, With that said, unlike Legendary Tales, you can wipe it and start all over again at any point. You can respec your character uh, an infinite amount of times as you play through the game. Awesome. Um,
1: Any idea how long this game is?
0: uh i would have known that at one time i want to say that it's probably 10 to 12 hours i probably have six or eight in it already and feel like i'm a bit over um halfway through it now when i when i say six to eight hours into it that's counting failed attempts so if you look at my game save my game save says that i'm five hours in um but the game save time only um accumulates the successful attempts right. through the game so all the times that you got killed and have to go back to the save point that, that doesn't uh account for that so i'm about five hours in if i were to have played uh, a perfect uh playthrough and i feel i'm a little past halfway um but it's it's taken me probably eight or more hours um to get to where i'm at again right on uh that's great man that's great this is uh... a <clears throat>
1: currently on sale uh, on the quest store for 15 bucks but it retails for 25 so that sounds like definitely getting your money's worth Um, very interesting to see all these pricing models explored like this Uh, $25 game that takes that long to beat that that's this in-depth that like I'm just enjoying right from the get-go certainly not something we see all the time Uh, and uh, yeah I'm, very, I'm, I'm 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 excited. I'm 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 definitely more excited about this one I think than the other two, uh but all three uh I'm I'm really looking forward to Nihilist Ryan, the game feel line. Of course with the $5 tip, it says waiting for reviews on all these, but the devs being in chat always makes me optimistic. Thanks devs. Um yeah, the uh I I I just I I just hope that the uh you know, as we've seen so many amazing PSVR2 ports uh since launch for the last year, but we've also seen a few here and there that haven't gotten quite the love they deserve so hoping that all three of these uh, just really really shine on psvr2 uh, this one i believe yeah, i believe this one we're going to see this one really soon on psvr2 uh, i think the devs have been saying early 2024 uh, i believe the goal is q1 so by the end of march at the latest uh, i believe that's yeah. the goal do not quote me on
0: that um that that's seems I know before they announced PSVR 2, they had announced Steam. And I think that the goal for Steam was to, to launch in March, if I remember correctly. So right. if it's going to be a concurrent launch on the Steam and PSVR 2, I think uh, it's very possible that we see it next month.
1: Man, how big has Bulvark Games gotten? Because, I mean, they were a really small studio when Dick Wilde came out six years ago, seven years. Yeah.
0: I don't, yeah. I don't think they're that big. Um, uh, I. I could speak to it a little bit, but I, I, don't, I don't want to divulge things that have been told to me that I don't know. wherever ever okay. made public. They're, they're not huge. Uh, Samson 143
1: VR with a $5 tip says, Titanic game sounds like it is one lifeboat short of a safe ship. <laughs> I wish I could go to Blockbuster and rent a PS5 and PSPR 2 for a weekend. That'd be pretty damn cool miss those days you can
0: i mean kind of you can go get one from walmart and take it back <laughs> in the it return window uh
1: developers i think were in the chat asking uh oh sorry not uh not for this game but for the titanic game uh west uh did you have a favorite moment of uh of the titanic game so far
0: My favorite moment i don't know that's a difficult question um I mean I like a, a few of the 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 spooky moments right with the apparition appearing. Yep. Uh, I honestly I'm I'm not that far into it. I kind of like if you want to talk about kind of like a, a series um that I'm I'm starting to dig at like there's more supernatural stuff that's starting to happen where like um you know uh things are throwing uh you know, uh, balls my way and knocking pictures off the wall, more of that stuff starting to happen. And I'm enjoying that a little bit, but like, as far as like a specific, like wow moment, uh, nothing really comes to mind.
1: Yeah. I didn't have a specific wow moment, uh, other than, you know, of course the water physics looking really cool. Uh, enjoy that quite a bit. I've always, always been a fan of water in games, uh, going as far back as I can remember. I remember, uh, on the PlayStation two, uh, Eco had like pools of water that you like ran through and stuff, and the water physics were cool. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance one, uh, also very cool, but almost, almost like, uh, made it seem like silky water. It was very cool. Uh, and so I, I always pay attention to water physics. And when we got something like this, that the, t- the Titanic game, that you know, the water is actually rising, uh, and, and things are floating by in the water, all that's, I think, all that's very, very cool. Um, but I will say that I, I experienced a puzzle where, um, like I had to get the steam to turn off uh, in order to progress, and there were like three, uh, three valves, which is a very common thing for whatever reason in uh, in video games, VR games especially, where like you got to go find the valve and, and hold on to it and turn it off, right? Like it's it, it's a VR staple. Uh, this one just felt different because you you ha- you kind of have to find the directions as to uh, as as to how to turn off the valves. Like there's a like instructions on how to turn off the steam. And, uh, and, 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 like where each valve needs to be set to. And then, uh, then there's also like a, a map completely separate from your instructions showing where the valve locations are. And so, you know, the first two are really obvious and the third one's not obvious in the slightest. Um, <laughs> and so, like, I, w- I was tra- like traipsing up and down the hallways looking for this fucking valve. And then I finally was like, there's a map. I'm gonna go look at the map. I looked at the map on the wall and I was like, what the fuck? And then finally like I I you know I found where it was sort of hidden and oh. so because like because it didn't really hold my hand and and be like all right now turn this one 90 degrees to the left now turn this one like, it gave you all of the materials you needed to figure it out for yourself uh, and then it just left you to your own devices I really enjoy puzzles that are that kind of have faith in the player to do to figure it out and so I think that was my favorite part just from a pure puzzle standpoint
0: So I've got a favorite part from a puzzle standpoint too, but I will share that I did not find the map on the wall that shows you where the valves are at, but I didn't, I didn't need to because the, the hidden valve, Mm -hmm. the one that you have to find was the first one that I found. Of course, like that, that door, the door into that room is like, that's, you come to that first before you get to any of the other stuff. So I went into that room first, found the valve, had no idea what it was for. And then went on down the hall and uh, got the instructions with what to do. And then had to kind of go back and backtrack and turn all the valves on. Um, But I I did have a a favorite kind of puzzle room so far as well. And it's a room where the story starts to open up a little bit. You can tell that the scientist has been here in this room. Um, He has schematics and plans drawn up on the wall. And there's a cool like three or four part puzzle that uh, has you assembling uh, like a clock. And then you have to adjust the clock to a certain time. And it puts you going downstairs to find parts. And it was uh, it was a pretty cool three or four-part puzzle that you had to work at. Um, I found that pretty cool, enjoyable. Nice. Uh,
1: Wes, which, which one of these are you so, uh, excited about the most?
0: Well, definitely um, genotype. Even though I played through it mostly, um, it was one of my favorite releases of 2023, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what it's like with uh, updated graphics, uh, triggers, haptics. You know, with these, these uh, great gloves that you're wearing in the game, I really feel like the haptics can add a lot to the immersion of this game. So that's definitely number one on my list for sure.
1: Chris, fourth and very in the chat says, not a big fan of puzzles. I don't think Titanic is going to be for you. I think Titanic is focused around puzzles. Some some being you know extremely basic, and some being a little more thought provoking. So, um, I'd say maybe not for you. Just guessing though, Wes. All right, man. Well, uh, we've covered three games coming to PSVR two. Um, and they're dude it, it seems like they're all going to be here in just a few months uh, so that was uh that was really cool man this is exactly why i wanted a quest three this is exactly why i wanted to be able to uh check out these games oh crap chris Forthenberry. i'm uh, he and i are having two different conversations my bad um and uh and so yeah it's like it's great because i mean unfortunately that this means that the experience i've had with these games are now the experience I've had with these games until the PSVR2 keys come along, and uh, it's time to review that version because can't, I can't spend entire days uh, like I did today uh, playing games that uh, I, I'm not reviewing. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of where I'm at with these. Uh, it was really fun to be able to check them all out uh, and do the show with you. Uh, and of course, you. as you said, West, this won't be the last time we do this uh, this year or anytime. Anytime soon. Nice.
0: Good times. Alright, man.
1: I think it's time to wrap this thing up and do some twenty questions. You ready for this thing? I'm as ready as I ever am, Brian. That's a big no. Cool. Well, then I'm gonna put six minutes up on the clock. Guys, you know how this works. I'm gonna put PSVR one or PSVR two game, and you guys out there have gonna help Wes out suggest good uh, games to him in the chat, suggest good questions for him to ask, and then you know, obviously. Games based on my answers. Uh, wait a minute did we did we not talk about Madison? Did we not start the show talking about Madison?
0: No, we did not mention Madison. It dude, it's matter. in
1: the thumbnail. <laughs>
0: well, we I probably can't... should talk about that then, huh? Bro, let's let's hit pause for a second. I can, dude. I
1: I I have a broken memory. I literally thought we talked about Madison already. Um, but uh, it was Herc UK in the chat reminding us that we hadn't talked about it yet. I was like. Literally thought that, that was the first thing we discussed, guys. I've been—I feel like I've been saying this for like a week or two—that uh, Madison seemed like it was going to get delayed, and then today we we woke up to a press release basically uh, explaining that it, it 100% did get delayed. This uh, Madison, uh, according to the press release, now has a new digital release date of March 23rd, 2024. Uh, it was supposed to be out February 20th, which is obviously next week, uh, so a delay of just over a month. Then uh, the exciting boxed cursed edition will follow on April 12th. Um, now, the following part of this, Wes, is something that I hadn't heard from Perp before. Uh, so I believe this is new news other than, you know, that it got delayed a little bit. You qualify for a discount if you purchase the original flat screen Madison on PS5 before March 1st. Uh, so if you buy it right now, <laughs> uh, March tw- March right, nice 1st, 2024. School. You have until uh, April 29th to redeem 20% off. I don't know if that's necessary. I don't know, I don't yeah, know I don't if know. you all need to buy the flat screen version of Madison <laughs> if you're going to play it in VR.
0: Yeah, and I don't I don't know if it would be very cost effective either. I mean, uh, did, did they share with us what the, the price of this game is going to be at launch? Oh, that's a great question. Um,
1: I think... I don't. I do. I don't know why I have it in my head that's a thirty-dollar game.
0: Uh, that's what I was thinking too. Thirty okay. bucks.
1: So maybe it is thirty. Um, let me just check. Here, let me just check the uh, email real
0: quick just to make sure. Yeah, I'm bringing it up as well. Okay. Uh, let's see. Digital SRP. Yeah. Uh, no. Thirty-five dollars. Um, thirty pounds. Thirty pounds. Oh. Thirty-five
1: euros. Thirty-five dollars. Uh, and then the physical will be five more in each territory. So physical will be 35 quid, 40 pounds and 40, no, 40 euros and $40. Um,
0: so the the moral of the story is unless you can catch Madison on sale for $7 or less, yep. then that 20% discount's not going to mean shit to you unless you just want to play it flat. Uh, what do you think of the
1: delay, Wes? Is, is this something? I mean, obviously, we want things to be good when they launch, um, but Vertigo suffered a delay. Uh, Perp Games have not been killing it uh, with their ports lately. Um, obviously, Tennis on Court had problems. Um, Vertigo had problems. VR Skaters seemed to be the one that, like, kind of killed it out of the gate. Uh, are you concerned about this game uh, any more or less with this delay?
0: Uh, slightly, um, and only because of what you mentioned. It seemed to be fo- seems to be following a very similar trajectory that Vertigo 2 took. And as we know, that launched with issues. Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that is it had an, it had a launch date. It had an initial very long delay, which put it into February. And now it's getting another very short delay. Now, we could look at that short delay and say, well, clearly it's almost there. Uh, they just need to polish a few things up, and then it'll be ready. Um, but that was not the case for Vertigo 2. Um, obviously, there was some pressure to get the game launched, and they launched it in a suboptimal state. I hope that's not what happen- Not what's happening here. I'd rather them delay it another six months yep. and get it right than deliver a buggy version in, in March. Um, only time will tell Uh, I mean, I like,
1: listen, you guys know I love perp games. I've worked with them very closely many times. Um, I I think I'd like to know what's going on with this game specifically Um, because with Vertigo 2, uh, again, they still haven't been super clear about this, but it seems like the port studio that handled it was Intalto because Intalto was the logo that we saw on the title screen along with perp games and Zalubo or Zalubo. Um, and so, hopefully, like you know, hope, hopefully, Intalto is not the port studio again. They said that the port has been working closely with Bloodius Games, the creator of the original Madison. Uh, so we don't know who actually is porting it. Whether it's Bloodius, whether it's you know. Uh, with a purp has you know outsourced this again, um, and if Intalto you know hopefully they learned some things about porting games to PSVR two by doing Vertigo, uh, and so maybe some of the things that they learned, uh, if they are indeed in charge of this port, you know are just taking some time to implement into this game. Uh, so I've got my fingers crossed, man. But like I, I think the delay for the first time in a while uh, has me filled with more fear than hope
0: yeah and and a lot of that too has to do with this is one of my top uh most anticipated games of the year i can't wait to play this game i haven't peeked at it on flat i haven't even watched more than two minutes of any video um i'm saving myself for psvr on this one and i'm i'm really hoping it knocks it out of the park
1: yeah um now let's run the game feline in the chat says i don't think this game has outdoor environments like vertigo did so it might not be the same issue if you've madison on the flat screen is a beautiful game like i mean the indoor uh the indoor environments are so detailed um bordering on photorealistic i feel like when when pt happened um uh, there was a bunch of games that were like, hey, we, we want to kind of capitalize on this. There was a game called Allison Road. There was Visage. All these games that sort of had this semi photorealistic look to them that also like, got, got like five of them announced all at the same time. They were trying to capitalize on Silent Hills not being made up, you know, or people's enthusiasm for PT. And I think Madison was one of those games. If you play this game, flat screen, PS5, it is beautiful. And I think the level of detail... Um, I mean if you compare the level of detail in like vertigo to the level of detail in madison it is night and day so i think even the interiors of madison are going to be uh i mean a struggle to render running at a nice high frame rate
0: yeah with that said it is a very different game on a technical level than what vertigo is vertigo with these wide open spaces and long draw distances and literally hundreds of things moving in around in some cases um versus these indoor environments that are very uh you know still in in most scenarios um hopefully we're dealing with more of a red matter 2 than a vertigo 2 here on a technical level yep
1: andrew aaron reich asks if new mata has a release date no it doesn't and i don't want one that game seems like it's still in development (laughs) like fuck the vr version like get the get the flat screen version done. Uh, Cause it seems like every time they post, it's like, uh, or the dude who makes them posts, uh, he's like, oh look, I implemented an inventory system. I was like, this game's further away than we thought it was. It just now has an inventory system. Excellent. Um, so yeah, I've, I'm good, man. I don't need to hear anything about pneumata for a, a long time. Um, VR Demon says, "Seen you guys got space Docker, not gonna lie, it's pretty fun, hidden gem. Did you play any space docker VR, uh, Wes? I know that you've been busy.
0: Space docker VR, I have no idea what that is.
1: Uh, it's so when 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 two guys really love each other, <laughs> just sorry, that was horrible. Okay. It's Valentine's Day. Um, no, it uh, it, it's it's a game about moving cargo in space, uh, and like, yeah, it's dude, it's it looked like it was gonna be a um kind of kind of some shovelware, you because know, it just has like sort of this generic game space docker VR. Trailers didn't look super impressive. Uh and so thank God for the cats, man. Uh one of our one of our loyal cats over on Discord Izzard pointed me to it and was like, dude I just downloaded this and checked it out and it was it was really good. And I was like, Is it really? And uh and it was, man. Hmm. So it's a lot of fun. It's it's it can be frustrating, but it's great.
0: Wow. But, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, Bonjour Miller with the $2 tip says, bring back the, the the way Jeremy likes it. Oh, hashtag get Des. Okay. There's a lot of old school cats around here.
0: <laughs> fucking remember a lot of shit. Speaking uh, of which, uh, yeah. what, about six weeks a month? Less than six weeks um, to the meetup, right? Yeah. That's stressing me out. Cause I, don't,
1: yeah. I don't leave the house very much. So... <laughs> It'll be fun, bro. I don't like being it'll around be, a lot of people.
0: The, the first step will be the most difficult, but after you get there, it'll be fun. Yeah. You'll enjoy it.
1: Yeah. No, once I'm there, I'll be really happy. Um, <clears throat> yep. Until then I'll be very nervous. Um all right, man. Dude, okay, now we got to wrap up the show. Let's do some uh, let's do some 20 questions and call it a day. You ready for this? Let's do it. All right. And thanks for keeping us on our toes, you guys. Um, I would definitely would have let Madison go. i mean, like, we fucking already talked about that shit. The show would have been over, and I would have been like, Wes, did we talk about that? And he goes, I don't know. It would have been fine. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Um, I'm going to put six minutes up on the clock, the clock up on the counter, the way that Jeremy likes it. And then you guys out there, and Wes in here has six minutes and only 20 yes or no questions. figure out what PSVR 1 game, PSVR 2 game. I am thinking of... On your mark, get
0: Dez. Go, 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 Did we mention this game today, Brian? No. No, we did not. All right, cool. Uh, is this game uh, announced for or released on PlayStation VR 2? Oh, no. 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 So PSVR 1 only. Is this game exclusive to PSVR 1? No. No, so it is a multi-platform game. Is this game playable flat? Uh, that's a good question.
1: I don't... Yeah, let me just double check if there's an answer here. Uh, you can No, it's not playable flat.
0: Yeah, only. So multi-platform uh, PSVR 1 game that has not been brought to PSVR 2. Very good. You shoot a lot? Doing some uh, gun shooting in this game, Brian? No, sir. That's Five puzzle game? Yes. Uh horror game? No. Which makes so it boring. It puzzler, <laughs> Multi- <laughs> Right. Well, uh would you call it uh, science fiction? Nope. Fantasy? Uh fantastical,
1: like not not orcs and elves and shit like that. Um and yeah, there's yeah. probably a hint of sci-fi, but but fantasy is a pretty good place for it.
0: Okay, um, has this developer made other PSVR games?
1: Yes, that's 10.
0: But not playable flat. Okay, so, huh? See, I was going down a road, but those games are playable flat, so all right, so kind of fantastic. Um, uh, maybe a little sci fi puzzle game, um, and these developers have not you said have not made other psvr games right oh no they have and actually i'm just double
1: checking that i want to make sure that i don't screw this up yes they have okay
0: all right so they have um would you call this game cartoony uh yes this is a cartoony puzzle game that's a little bit fantastic um Does this game have a sequel? Uh, No, it does not. I guess I should have asked, does it have a sequel or is it a sequel?
1: We'll we'll go with no on both counts. Um, I just looked up the developer and I confused a developer with a publisher. And so these guys may not have Mm. made other PSVR games. My apologies. Um, I'm double, I'm double checking their, their games.
0: Fair. Just a good game, Brian. <sighs> it's okay. okay.
1: It's okay. It is so that, an uh, average game.
0: A gravitational De I would, I don't know if I would class those as even average. They're pretty weak. Zing is pretty good thing's pretty good Um, hmm
1: yeah it gets real confusing man they've definitely made some uh i can say they've definitely made some psvr2 games it seems uh i don't know about psvr1 so i'll give you an extra question because i don't know the answer
0: so it's based on any kind of like a known franchise from outside of gaming no no um I wouldn't consider Trover really a puzzle game per se. It's got puzzles in it, but um, together, yeah, I guess it could be alone together. Um. Okay, wait a minute. So you said that this oh it doesn't have a sequel, so never mind. Um, just in time now. Maybe is there any kind of time manipulation in this? No. Form wasn't that good either. I mean, form was all right, but man, it was short.
1: Um, I would say this is a bump up from form. Form was slightly below average. This is maybe just average.
0: Hmm. Static was uh was a uh exclusive hurt And also a great game. Um, <laughs> yeah, static was really good. Torn Torn was alright. I think there's some time travel element in that. Didn't I just ask if yeah. had time travel You also there? asked
1: if it was cartoony, and it is cartoony, torn is not.
0: All right, good, good point. Um so I was thinking floor plan, but floor plan has a uh definitely has a sequel. Um. Interesting. Interesting. Um. This game on Quest. It yes, yes, it is. That's fifteen. So this is a standalone game. Oh, brother! Is there any kind of like humor to it? Uh, I don't remember there being humor
1: to it. If there is, it wasn't very good.
0: So that would that would eliminate like Sam and Max style games. Is it
1: is it uh, is it story driven? Yeah, I'd say it's pretty story driven. Uh, your mm-hmm. time is up, so I think I'm going to have to require a guess.
0: Is this game Shadow Point? Wes, coming
1: out on. <sighs> Fuck me if I know. Uh, <laughs> on March 22nd, 2022, by Coatsync Software, this is
0: Shadowpoint. Ooh, thank you, thank you, Looper.
1: Yep, Looper. Coming uh, yeah, Shadowpoint's
0: through. good. Uh, it wasn't the best port as I recall, no. but uh, as far as the game goes, it's a pretty good game.
1: Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a good uh, no, I think I thought it was average, and yeah, the in the, the port definitely needed some work. Uh, they really kind of screwed up the transition scenes that were cool on Quest where it's like you go through this portal and you go through the portal and you're somewhere else. On PlayStation VR, you go through the portal and there's a loading screen. It's like, that's that that kind of ruins <laughs> yeah, everything you've got going on right here. Uh, so uh, I'd like a PSVR version like, of it.
0: Well, didn't they have like snap turning or teleport or something that was forced in it? On PlayStation as well? As I Probably
1: at first, yeah. I feel like that got patched. Um, and there was also, there was one specific area, oh, they're showing right here in the trailer, where you like look into a wishing well, and there's a key in there. And you reach down and you grab the key, and when you lift your head up, you're somewhere else, right? Like it, it actually has this very cool transition that happens. Um, and it just didn't fucking work properly on PSVR. <laughs> like, you couldn't. You reached down. You try to grab. I think it was an apple. It was a different location than what they just showed in the trailer. You reach down. You grab an apple, and you lift up your head. You're like, "Oh shit! Where am I? Everything just changed." But you couldn't pick up the apple, so you're like, "Oh, I guess I, I guess I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be doing this. It, I'm not supposed to pick up the apple." Um, but it wasn't until you got like on your fucking hands and knees and made sure like you you basically your head went through the geometry to trigger the change. It was just a bad experience playing on PSVR one.
0: Well, I didn't play it on PSVR, I played it on Quest, and I enjoyed it. Although I will say that, that I do have a particular affinity for light puzzles. Yep. Like, I like light puzzles, they're, they're fun for me, and challenging. And uh, I thought this game was both.
1: Yeah, I like the concept. I actually played this on Quest before I played the PSVR version, which sort of might have ruined. Because <laughs> I played the better right. version, for sure, first. So... Uh, All right, guys. It is time to wrap this show up. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Appreciate everyone sticking around for 20 questions and helping out. Good job, Looper. Um, But don't forget, guys, uh, come join us over on Discord. Click the link in the description below. Go sign sign up. Subscribe to Virtual Strangers so you can hear about all sorts of other games coming to PSVR 2 and hear what they think of the games coming to other headsets. Click the link in the description below. Uh, thank you to everybody who helps the channel run from the, our amazing moderators over here and Discord, Rypop, for getting this thing up on podcast services of your choice. We got Rody the GameCat Army General, uh, putting timestamps into the show after it's over. We got everyone who supports us over on Patreon.com slash Without Pearl Games, everyone who uh, is a member here and everyone who tips during the show, we thank you for your financial support. But we also... Just love you being here being part of this awesome community so thank you for hanging out in the chat and keeping us entertained while we try to keep you entertained and everyone who sits back and watches the show and doesn't say goddamn fucking piece of shit, motherfucking word wes fuck. i don't know I, just, fuck, I didn't want to say fuck you because i don't mean fuck you i meant i've got some anger issues i'm working through
0: brian paul and fuck you all <laughs> I, I feel like Have maybe that's more accurate <laughs> yeah
1: Anyway, we love you all uh, just as much. Happy Wednesday, Wes.
0: Happy Valentine's Day, cats. Oh,
1: yeah. Let's go. Uh, <clears throat> I did want to start the show off with this. Um, I, I, I talked a little bit on, um, <clears throat> on on a previous episode about how um, I went to see, go see my grandmother uh, on her 99th birthday just a couple weeks ago. Met family members I didn't even know existed because I, there were certain parts of the family that I hadn't uh, seen in like 15 years. I met I met little cousins I had that were like 12 years old and shit. And um, I, I woke up today to find out that she passed. Um, so
0: Oh, that's... Terrible. At least you know. I, I know it's it's a, a small condolence, but I, I can say from personal experience that uh, I bet you're glad you visited, now, huh? One hundred percent. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. I
1: I had I missed a couple of her previous birthdays. I think I don't think I saw uh, ninety seven or ninety eight. I think I missed those completely, um, just because you know we get caught up with our own lives and shit. And um and but something definitely told me a couple weeks ago when my dad said he was going to visit her, um, for her 99th birthday you know, he didn't say, do you want to come? I said, you know, text me the address. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you there. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very, very happy, but it's, you know, I, I think, I think anybody on this planet is fortunate to get 99 years uh, out of their life. Um, yeah. but I, I don't, That's it doesn't impressive. hurt any less like when it happens. So, uh, just a good reminder to, you know, give your parents a call yeah. or go see them whenever possible. Um, uh, because you never know, yes. you just never know.
0: Yes, please. And thank you for saying that, too, because uh, I literally, just the day before yesterday, I called my grandma, uh, who lives in Michigan, and I haven't seen her in probably a decade. Wow. And I hadn't talked to her in probably two or three years. And, uh, you know, I talked to her a long time, talked to her for like an hour on the phone, felt great when I got off of it. But it really left me with like, man, I've got to get up there and, and see her. I don't think she's seen my children in real life wow. ever. So... Um, I need to get up there and just, you're, you, you sharing this just kind of reiterates that to me that, uh, I need to go see my grandma while there's still time to do it.
1: Well, I think you, you and I have a lot in common, Wes. Um, and we, we, I think we both love our work so much that like we allow ourselves to get caught up in it. You know, like we yeah. spend all day, we, we spend all day every day. Like sometimes we do, um, doing this kind of stuff and, um, you know, there, there's, there's more to life. So
0: absolutely uh again my condolences sorry that you're uh you're dealing with this and uh yeah thank you very much
1: and uh and again thank you cats for being here you guys make every day better all right that's it happy wednesday everybody we love you all